Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I wanted to talk a little bit today about the different kinds of cases you would face, because I know many candidates, as they go into their preparation, are always concerned about whether they've covered every single kind of case they could possibly face. And what I find is candidates usually set themselves up by failure by too heavily segmenting the different kinds of cases you could face. For example, let me give you an example of this, right? I've had candidates come to me and tell me, Michael, I'm struggling because I don't know how to answer pharmaceutical cases. Or someone will tell me, Michael, I'm struggling because I don't know how to answer mining cases. Okay. Now, if you choose to segment your cases by industry or by sector, that's fine. But I would recommend against that because there are no structures for solving cases that are industry-specific So what you should do is this. First, determine how you're going to segment your cases and then determine if you've covered all the types of cases, okay? I would caution against segmenting cases by sector, industry, or country, or whatever it is. I would caution you that you should segment your cases by function, strategy kind of cases, corporate finance kind of cases, marketing kind of cases, and so on. Because even if you are given a case about a pharmaceutical company in Germany, it's not a pharmaceutical case because that pharmaceutical company is either facing a strategy problem, a marketing problem, or whatever it is. So it makes no sense to think of things along industry or sector line. It actually adds no value. It is far more effective to think of it along functional lines, corporate finance, organizational design, marketing, and so on. I think that's the first word of caution when thinking about the different kinds of cases. So I'm not going to talk about pharmaceutical cases and mining cases and auto cases and so on because while you need some industry knowledge about them or just a brief understanding it's irrelevant you should be focusing on the functional differences now i mentioned to you in a previous podcast that there are two major kinds of cases you face a estimation case estimate the auto market in china in one year or a full-blown case which is mercedes wants to enter the myanmar market what should they do Those are the two highest ways to segment a case. The full-blown cases can be split into the different kinds of functional cases, strategy, corporate finance, ETC, right? So just to recap, you have estimation cases and you have those full-blown cases. And the full-blown cases, you can split them up into the different functions, right? Even if you face a marketing case, it can either be interviewer-led or interviewee-led. An interviewer-led case, it's McKinsey first one where the interviewer asks you questions. In an interviewee-led case, it's typically a BCG case whereby you have to work with the interviewer to solve the case and extract the information. So just to recap, estimation cases, full-blown cases. Full-blown cases can be split up into the different functional types of cases all the way from strategy to marketing, and I'll talk more about them later. And in a strategy and marketing case or marketing case, you can either have an interviewer-led case or an interviewee-led case. Now, let's look at the different kinds of functional types of cases you would face. Uh, let's just talk about market sizing a little bit here, right? I do find market sizing questions are the easiest way to test someone for their logical thinking, their math skills, their ability to communicate, and so on. 
Examples would be estimate the number of Angry Bird digital games downloaded in a year worldwide. Estimate the value of SMSs sent in Cambodia in a year. Estimation cases should be solved in 5 to 7 minutes flat. Yes, if you're not solving it in 5 to 7 minutes, you should look at, firstly, not how to just be faster, but whether you're using the right technique. I've never met a candidate who uses the right technique to solve estimation cases. I'm going to repeat that. I've never met a candidate who uses the right technique. They all follow some very convoluted version that they think is correct, but it is absolutely incorrect. Lacks structure, lacks discipline. It lacks a thought-out process. So if you're trying to speed up the way you do estimation cases, it's most likely going to be in your technique and not the speed at which you are working. Now let's look at, sorry, I'm sure you're probably thinking, you know, what are those techniques to solve it? We would have videos posted very soon to give you some indication of those techniques. I'm not going to talk you through them in a podcast because it's difficult for you to visualize what I'm talking about. So let's just wait for those videos to come out. Let's talk about the functional cases. Now, you're going to face a number of functional cases. And the interesting thing is here is that someone will come to me and say, hey, Michael, I don't know how to deal with a deregulation case. How do I deal with a deregulation case? And I always point out to them, a deregulation case is a mix of issues and it's either going to be a profitability issue or a revenue or cost issue. So what you see as a deregulation case can either be a profitability or a cost case. So be very careful of being stuck in your paradigm for describing a case. What you may call a transformation case may not be anything called a transformation case. It's either a strategy case or maybe market entry case. So don't be obsessed with the definitions you give it. Stick to general definitions like strategy and marketing. So let's just talk about the different kinds of cases you will face, right? Full-blown cases. Market entry cases. Things like should Burberry enter the Mongolian market by opening a new store. That's a typical market entry case. A client needs to make a decision and they need to know if they should enter a new market. You need to obviously do the necessary analysis. Strategy cases. Strategy cases come in all shape and sizes. I mean, the, you could argue that the Burberry case is a strategy case. The company needs to decide if entering the Mongolian market fits into its strategy. Other typical strategy cases should be things like the president of Siemens Electronics in Germany is upset about the imaging business. What would you do? The U.S. post office is not growing and unprofitable. How would you handle the problem? The Spanish telecoms market is deregulating. What should Spanish telecoms do? And the classic strategy case of all time, and probably the most difficult one to solve, is Juventus football team saw a drop in profits. What should they do? You could go ahead and try to crack the Juventus case pretty much, I would say, most people get it wrong. I think only two people have ever solved that with me without any guidance. Other kinds of cases you may face are exiting or staying in a business. Something like Ford wants to consider if they should stay in the truck market. What should they do? Profit and loss cases are the most simple. We usually start candidates there where we tell them something like the CEO of a power utility wants to know why profits are dropping and what to do. They're so easy that we expect candidates to nail them, and that's why we start with them. And we also like to teach the structure of how to solve cases here. Now, I spoke about a few types of cases, market entry, strategy, exiting a business, profit and loss cases, and so on. What you may be surprised to learn is that the technique to solve all of them are going to be the same. Do not memorize frameworks. If you are memorizing frameworks, you are setting yourself up for failure. That's all I can tell you right now. We train candidates not to memorize frameworks. 
I know that sounds counterintuitive, but we train them to solve problems from first principles without frameworks and using decision trees and ignoring hypotheses. Sounds bizarre because everyone tells you to use hypotheses, but to be fair, if you read those books very carefully, like case in point, there's somewhere in the book that tells you that if you get stuck using an hypothesis, you should use a decision tree. So if decision tree is the core of everything we say, why not teach you that up front? Some other kinds of cases you will face, organizational design cases, very difficult. I would say if you get an organizational design case in an interview, the interview is just trying to make your life hard. So be prepared for them. Analyzing industries. Turnaround cases are very, very popular with Bain, for example. Pricing cases. Open cases are things like, what should the dean of the Harvard Business School do? Very unstructured, very difficult case to solve. Revenue growth, how can AOL increase its revenues? Uh, Operations cases, I like operations cases. They do test your logic and thinking. Things like, the interesting thing about an operations case is you may not realize it is an operations case when you see it. One of the more famous cases we use is a booze case. A flower producer is having trouble meeting quality delivery targets. They have come to Boost for help. What would you do? When you look at this, you may not realize it's an operations case. And operations cases are quite distinct in the way you solve them. If you're not sure how to do operations cases, the book The Goal by Ellie Goldratt, I think it is, is a very big help. We've posted the notes on the book on the blog. You can find them very easily and you should read them. Other examples of operations cases is Oscar Boteng, the London-based suit manufacturer, or suit tailor, as he calls himself, has just received his largest order ever, should he take it. We also split marketing strategy and marketing performance cases. Marketing strategy would be Unilever wants to know if they should launch Liquid Dove. That's a marketing strategy case, or you call it a strategy case. Marketing performance is where they've already launched Liquid Dove, and they want to know how to improve its performance. We also go into heavy data exercises where we give you a lot of graphs to read. I think you should practice those. If you can't get access to consulting graphs, then what you do is you download the large BCG and McKinsey reports on the McKinsey Global Institute of BCG Perspectives, and you study the graphs and see if you can understand them and be able to answer questions around them. Competition strategy, another huge area that we focus on. Very difficult cases to solve competition strategy, I would say. Examples would be, Tide has launched a new dishwashing pellet in the German market. Unilever, your client, wants to know how to respond. Avant competition cases generally stitch together all the other elements of uh, cases and test them very well. Beyond that, acquisition cases. Goldman Sachs wants to buy a Mongolian gold mine. And investment cases. Macquarie wants to buy a toll bridge in Los Angeles. You know, what should they do? Acquisition cases, investment cases, marketing strategy cases, and strategy cases, and market entry cases, actually all are exactly the same. The approach used would be exactly the same, and you just need to solve them. So this gives you a rundown of the kinds of cases you want to use. We do use even more difficult cases to test students. For example, things like, how many times has the movie Dirty Dancing been rented ever? Difficult case to solve, actually. It's an estimation case. You need to solve it in about seven to maybe 10 minutes. And one of the more classic ones we've been introducing, which are, again, more difficult, is the president of ABC wants to kill Desperate Housewives, the show. He's come to McKinsey for help to determine what he should do. Difficult case to solve, actually. And I find most candidates do struggle with that. It does test their ability to think outside the box. That covers the broad kinds of cases you will face. If you can handle these kind of cases well, you can handle an interview. 
However, remember that most candidates focus too much on speed and not structure. You must make sure you know what you are doing in the cases and not just try to do it faster. As always, send questions or comments and we'll respond as soon as possible. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.